All right, fans, this is part two of episode 49, 49 episodes. It's very difficult for me to believe that this little podcast we started back in April is 49 episodes deep, 50 comes next week. But for now, we're going to be previewing NXT TakeOver London. We have almost the whole crew here. Celis might be joining us in a little bit. We'll start with Dr. M. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing okay. Can't complain. A lot of wrestling to watch, you know, coming up here pretty soon, man. Indeed. We have Mr. Two James in the house. What's up? Yo, yo. How's everybody? Good, good, good. And we have Mr. D. Wayne in the house. How's it going? I'm chilling right now. Um, ready to talk about some wrestling. Well, let's talk about some wrestling. We have, um, we already previewed. If you missed part one of this episode, a couple days ago we dropped that. We previewed WWE Tables, Ladders, and Chairs coming up this uh, Sunday on the WWE Network. And uh, if you missed that, make sure you check out that preview also. We talked about every single match on the card, you know, kind of where that all fits in leading into WrestleMania season coming up after the new year. Um, but today we'll be previewing NXT TakeOver London. Currently the uh, London tour is, or not the London tour, but the UK kind of England tour is happening right now. And Sami Zayn made his return to the ring um, at a show. He kind of has more of a buzz cut look going on now, but... Um, very, very happy that Sami Zayn's back. I would like to think that we're going to see him at the pay-per-view in some capacity, don't you guys think? Yep. Hopefully so, although um, Triple H did a conference call earlier today and said that Sami wasn't going to be on the live special and that might be just Triple H trolling everybody. But uh... I wish they would do that more. It's the only way to surprise people anymore, you know? Just yeah. please troll me. I'm I'm good with it, you know. Um, well, hopefully we see him on the card. You would like to think that he'd go up against an enhancement talent. Um, that perfect 10 guy seems to kind of be the guy that puts everybody over lately, so maybe it'll be him. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, what I'm looking at here on cage side seats is five confirmed matches, which is why I'd like to think we see Sami Zayn or maybe the hype bros get on there. You know, maybe another match gets thrown in. One way or the other, but I guess we'll start with the tag team championship. You have the uh, current champions Dash and Dawson, which kind of came out of nowhere. They dropped, they won the titles on NXT TV, not even at a takeover show, going against the number one contain- contenders in uh, Enzo and Cass. What do you guys make of this? Um, is it too soon for someone who just dropped or just won the belts to drop them to? You know, clearly the hottest babyface team on NXT. What do you guys make of this match? Well, I think uh, Dash and Dawson are gonna gonna hold on to the belts in part because, uh, again, there's all these rumors that Enzo and Cass are on their way up to the main roster. Um, but you also have Chad Gable and Jason Jordan that are growing in popularity seemingly by the week, and. Uh, I'm thinking that they're going to be the next ones to hold the belts after Mm -hmm. Dash and Dawson. So I think Enzo and Cass are going to obviously put up a great show, but uh, I don't think the titles are are for them this time around. I couldn't agree with you more. What do you think about that too, James? Um, I don't think this is the platform for uh, Dash and Dawson. I I don't see a significance of them dropping the title right now. No, I don't either. Um, and 
Yeah, I'm kind of. It's kind of confusing with so much crazy booking and stuff going on. I I, I was kind of looking forward to Enzo and um, Enzo and Colin coming up. I don't know when that happens or if it happens, but um, I feel like they need to. I feel like not yet for them on mm-hmm. both the championship and both coming up to the main roster. Well, and I kind of yeah, and we kind of talked about that on you know part one of this episode. I don't mean to step on the toes of it too much because I want uh, the listeners to go back and check it out if they didn't. But you know, uh-huh. if if the New Day retains on Sunday, they're gonna need some babyface team that they haven't beat yet. And yeah. Enzo and Cass, maybe that's their in. Um, you know, the timing could work out right because the uh, well, no, it wouldn't because they'd be over on NXT in the middle of the week, so they'd have to bring them in the week after the pay per view, but. We'll see what happens, Mr. D. Wayne. Is that going to be a clean, a clean sweep for you, also, Dash and Dawson? Next match. Okay, I kind of <laughs> figured you were going to say that. Why don't we uh, talk about your favorite wrestler in the company here, D. Wayne? Emma taking on Oscar. You like the way Emma dances, or at least how she used to dance, right, D. Wayne? <laughs> um, Emma was always known I was confused about because they brought her up to the main roster and then they sent her back down and it was just like oh wow um and she got caught shoplifting yeah (laughs) she wins who's that who emma emma really do you think was via shenanigans with dana brooke then is that how that goes down I think that it's just something telling me. It's it's. I know a lot of people don't expect her to win, but it's just something telling me that she is. Okay. I mean, the Dana Brooke thing, you know, would lend itself nicely to it. I I, I love Breaking Ground. I I don't know how much you guys watch that, but yeah. I watch it pretty regular, you know, pretty religiously. Try to get it when it comes out. Dana Brooke is a pretty well spoken and likable individual. And she really, and I only say this because I'm a Midwesterner myself, she really grinds the Midwest accent down so hard in her heel character. It's like the most annoying version. Uh-huh. Like, you got to go up to, like, like northern Wisconsin or Minnesota to get a Midwestern accent, like what she puts on on her character. It's <laughs> really hardcore. That's all I'm saying. Um, I love Asuka. I hope that they have eventually some main roster plans for her. I, I think that she could be a nice counterbalance to a lot of the, to some extent, a lot of the similarities that the divas they brought up all have, you know, kind of younger, relatively similar looks. And in some cases, I think she would be a really nice brush of breath of, I can't even talk tonight because that's how tired I'm, breath of fresh air on the main roster someday, but I don't know if they're going to put her there or not. It's too too soon for her to do anything. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm not saying now, but down the line that would be pretty cool. Yeah, there's a great spot she did in a match with some enhancement talent a couple weeks ago in this last round of tapings where the girl like slaps her in the face and she grabs the the arm like post slap and rolls her over oh, yeah, into yeah. an arm bar. It was sick, mm-hmm. man. There's a meme of it no, on Twitter. Pardon? Wasn't that Cameron? No, it wasn't Cameron. It was one of these new girls whose name I escapes me. Um, like oh, okay. Billy something maybe. Although I don't know why how anyone any girl's gonna get over being named Billy, but that's just me. 
Um, what happened to Cameron? Where'd she go? She's on NXT now. When's the last time you've seen her work? She uh, fought Asuka a couple weeks ago. Oh, boy. Oh, you know, I remember that match now. Don't you kind of see her, you know that video they put out every December of the list of future endeavored people? If she's not on this one, don't you feel like she's on the 2016 version? Gotta be, because um, even though she's supposedly with Sarah Del Rey in, in NXT for a while now, like just that match with Asuka, and now granted, Asuka's a very experienced wrestler, so you know, few people can hold a candle to her, but uh, yeah, Cameron still looked pretty bad in the ring. Yeah. So. Well, and it's just kind of like at a certain point you get to be damaged goods when you just can't. It's like our impression of her is pretty much kind of set in stone. I don't know what she's going to do to change my mind at this point. Um, mm-hmm. um, Apollo Crews and Baron Corbin. I feel like this pay-per-view is like all chalk, man. Like I know exactly how it's going to turn out, which is why I'm kind of looking for the the shocker, like the surprise here. Like maybe a Baron Corbin win wouldn't be the worst thing in the world here. Well, I think he will win. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean, why is that? Based on thinking back to, to breaking ground that Aaron was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. Um, I mean, Apollo Crews has had some decent camera time on it too, but so, so much focus has been on Baron Corbin. And I think that's for a reason that at some point in the very near future, he's going to get, pushed hard and I don't think Apollo Cruz really suffers anything by losing to Baron Corbin but Baron Corbin has been on the losing end on the last couple of NXT takeovers and I think it's time to turn that around I don't disagree it sounds like you did though D-Wayne I mean Dr. has a point he does it's a very legit point but it, it does it would lend some unpredictability. Well, you you already have one. Um, uh, you already have one off the limb. Uh, but but it's just I don't know. I, I said button on everything starting <laughs> January, including NXT. Reset button on everything, huh? Well, this kind of comes from the report that all WrestleMania plans have been scrapped due to a lot of injuries from Seth Rollins to Cesaro to Randy Orton. People not doesn't want to show up due to their schedule, so they're scrapping a lot. And for when I'm now here, again, I get, we talked about this on previous episodes that there either there, there's either going to be a a Reigns versus Lesnar too. Or uh, um, Triple H versus Reigns. So that's that's what I'm hearing right now. And that's um, they even, that's Dave they Meltzer even, putting that out. You say, uh huh. Okay. And they even right now, I don't know how long this is gonna last, but they even scrapped that Cena Undertaker match. Now I don't know how. I don't know how. I still think they're going to have a match at WrestleMania, but this for right now is scrapped as well. Stuff like reports like that make me really wonder what 
what in the world's gonna happen at TLC? Because like that main event, for example, what way do you go about that to make something satisfying? Because like clearly Roman Reigns is not it's not his time yet. It's just based on the promo at the end of Raw the other night. We talk about this on the last episode too. I just I don't know. I like Doctor M said previously. We really need a reset button, and it needs to be pressed immediately. <laughs> Cause just very little yeah. is working for me. Like the the divas thing's kind of the only thing really working for me. But and I kind of get a sense just on our conversation so far about takeover that there's not a lot of excitement on this card either. Like there has been with previous takeovers where there was one or two matches you were just like could not miss. You know, can't miss TV. And like I'm excited for the two main events that we're about to talk about. But like again, it all kind of feels chalk. Like I know how it's all going to go down. I have to say, I'm I'm excited for this card, but mainly, speaking to your point, mainly because it's in London. Well, yeah, you um, you studied in London for a semester, so you're a big London guy. I yeah, I did, and I think it's the best city in the world. But maybe I'm biased. But uh, <laughs> I had a lot of fun in New Orleans. Let's not shortchange New Orleans. New Orleans is great. I don't know if I would make it above London, but close. Um, <laughs> but uh. But no, I, I think the excitement is just WWE branching out again and doing a major event outside the United States. And um, like, I think all these matches are going to be great, but I think you're right, Aaron, in that there, there doesn't feel like there's anything that's must-see um, about this card. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, Joe and Balor, which, I'm, which we'll talk about in a second, you know that's going to be great. Um, but again, must see. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's kind of where I'm at with it. Well, I guess we'll just kind of continue here, and maybe we can talk a little more rumor mill stuff at the end, since we really don't have much to say about the show. Um, Nia Jax, who's been there for a cup of coffee, has a title match with Bailey. I don't feel like it's Nia Jax's time either. Although, like the thing with Eva Marie, like I'm intrigued. I almost wish it was Eva Marie in the match, and Nia Jax was kind of tipping the scale in her favor like i'm just not there's not a lot of heat on this outside of like a backstage thing once or twice you know yeah and maybe that's a certain statement like i've said previously of how there's not a lot of people that bailey can work with right now and you know i wonder if they're saving the oscar match with her at some point down the line but after that man i don't know I mean, I think they are. Uh, I'm a little worried about this match because Nia Jax is still very green. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but this does, I think, give us an opportunity to give a lot of credit to Bailey because she's, after those two great matches she's had with Sasha this year, to actually get in the ring with Eva Marie and put on a match that was entertaining and not die did you watch breaking ground this week yeah yeah um, gosh so to do that and she like this past nxt she had a great match with peyton royce who is new and kind of up and coming and put on a great show so it really goes to show that bailey is in many ways at least one mvp in wwe right now because she can make Pretty much anyone look good. I'm not, not, yeah. You hope so. I don't disagree for sure. I mean, 
Bailey for the win, and maybe maybe it's kind of a nice feather in her cap to get to you know get a get a victory against a big opponent on a big stage internationally. That that's cool for her. I can get down with that. Um, Balor versus Joe for the NXT Championship. This this feud definitely has some steam behind it. Um, it's not that I don't think Joe could win. Like I see him on the same level as Balor. It's that it's hard for me to picture him holding a title in WWE. Much like a lot of like a lot of those WCW guys never won a title in WWE when they came in. I don't know. Uh, uh, once again, I don't think this is the platform for anybody to be dropping the championship. But if um, if it was going to be anybody, I would I would think it would be Joe right here. Yeah. To win, to win, that is. I'm sorry. That would be, I mean, uh, I think, it's the one thing that I think you could come out of this and be like, whoa, like, that's cool. Because we we aren't getting that on the main roster these days. It would be nice to have a little bit of a um, nice surprise here. I don't know. Yeah, you, you want something interesting. But mm-hmm. More or less, too. We, we, all we really want is for some of the big dogs to be lined up towards um, building story for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Well, and, Everybody, everybody wants Ben, uh, Finn. <laughs> well, and it would be everybody nice to. Finn. It would be uh, nice to see him maybe chase again for a little bit because he's held the title since July fourth. You know, it would be kind of nice to see him chase, and you could get behind him as a babyface character, reinvest a little bit again, or maybe this is the time when you. Maybe he drops the title and eventually makes his way to the main roster. Lord knows they could use him right now. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about this yeah, match, um, you guys? Like, Triple H was actually um, talking about that today too. Um, someone on the conference call asked him, "Like, when is Finn Balor going to come up?" Because obviously, I think a lot of us desperately want to see him. Hopefully, bring some good to the main roster. Mm-hmm. And uh, Triple H basically said, "Yeah, we know that, but Finn still needs a little bit of work with like." You know, B- dealing with all the production aspects of WWE. BS. Um, like all the camera stuff. Like he said, apparently Finn still needs work with that. So, well, okay. Well, on other news, Finn Balor's just the only second most important Finn of this month. So, what? Said Finn Balor is just only the second most Finn important Finn of this month. The first that's, being that's a. Finn from Star Wars. Wait, which uh, which character is Finn in Star Wars? I don't really. I'm not familiar with the new characters much yet. He, he is the 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 young new Jedi. Oh, like the guy that's on all the posters. Yep, the one the one that kind of shrunk. Okay. I don't know if you've seen that. No, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, so he's the black Jedi, and I guess. Uh, because he shared just as much as um, Han Solo did and uh, Kyle Ren on the poster. <laughs> China decided to shrink him up, shrink him to size on it. <laughs> Whatever. Sorry, Star, Star Wars craze came over for a second. Dude, That's I'm, something we all can look forward to. I'm so <laughs> excited. Maybe we should just talk about Star Wars because it seems more exciting than <laughs> WWE right now. Oh, yeah. you, know what? you know what, guys? I, I just figured out what the surprise is going to be. Okay. Austin Aries. Is he over there? Oh, that's right. 
I think he's I think he's going to be at takeover. That I don't know be... if he's over in the UK at this moment, but uh, I mean, that's just a short think... flight from Milwaukee. He could make it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, he's the greatest I, yeah, man that I ever lived. Indeed, and and yeah, that'll be Ty Dillinger's opponent. There we go. Yeah, Ty Dillinger's really good at putting <laughs> over people that just came in. Like, um, didn't he put over James Storm when James Storm came in? I know he put over Apollo Cruz at Takeover Brooklyn. Yeah, he's the new C.J. Parker, pretty much. C.J. Parker from DeKalb, Illinois. It's a local boy, man. Um, he's in Japan right now, isn't he? Um, yes, I believe that's correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Star Wars again. I have my tickets. Two James <laughs> has his tickets. Are you guys going? I am there. I have two tickets, actually. Like you're going to two shows or you have a ticket for a date? I have gone to two shows. I secured one at the um, Smithsonian IMAX Theater uh, when it first happened. And for the sake of maybe I might resell this one. I was like, oh, well, let me get one in my neighborhood one too. I think so you should I just go that. twice. Just do it. Huh? Just go twice, man. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I, I'm, I know I'm gonna love this. Uh. I've been rewatching them all. I watched the original trilogy um, over the past week, and now I got to go through the uh, prequels. I'm blue. My Blu-ray pack this weekend. I'm really, um, really mustering up the courage to get started with Episode One. Um, do you, you do you know there's a marathon going on that's showing all six of the original ones before the show, the new one, right? Like, you can go to the theater and see them, or you mean they're on television? No, in the theater. I think it's going to start. Nah, I'll pass on that, man. Hey, you cut out. What did you say about it? Oh, it's starting at 4 a.m. in the morning, so, you know, if you got about... <laughs> you know, you got about 13 hours of your life to spare. You know? Oh, yeah. Just take a vacation day and go to the theater all day. Eat popcorn all day. No worries. No, I got them. I got them on Blu-ray here at the house. I, I'm gonna watch them all before that. Well, b- what was bugging me? I was talking to a buddy of mine. I watched Jedi the other night. Um, they really did some um, some ex post facto edits on that. There's all these shots of different planets celebrating that were in the prequel trilogy that they added to the end, and then they have Hayden Christensen. Yeah, take the place yeah, of the guy right. who played Anakin originally, and it's just like, it's so lame. I don't, yeah. don't, don't go back and change a you know a work of art. Although mm-hmm. Jabba the Hutt was played by a man and not like a alien in Episode Four, which is kind of gnarly. If you go back and watch the original <laughs> version of that, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, we just got real nerdy on you for a second. <laughs> Maybe they should get some lightsaber. Maybe they should do a lightsaber on a pole match. I just am all. They don't put things on poles anymore. Like, what's up with that? <laughs> I don't know, man. But I don't know. In all honesty, um, this this pay per view, uh, I I'm gonna watch it because NST always puts on a good show. But mm-hmm. as far as the storyline, I have no interest in it at all. I don't see nothing pivotal to happen. Isn't that kind of the same thing as TLC to an extent too? Like that's it's how, that's how all of of um, of the main roster pay per views has been to me. 
Yeah, like every time we have our hopes up, it just we're like oh, okay, yeah, I could have um, could have did without that, you know. But it was like it was the year, and we can talk about this on our like our year end award show. But it's kind of been the year of being pleasantly surprised. Like I've never had lower expectations, and then just left being pleasantly surprised at the like WrestleMania thirty one especially. That's what they want. <laughs> they just really keep the bar low. It's like, you know, if I set my sights low, I'll never be disappointed. There you go. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe we shouldn't get too excited for WrestleMania as much as we talk about it on the podcast. <sighs> That's what it's looking towards. My prediction, WrestleMania is going to suck. Are you playing with a rattle, Dwayne? Hello? That's how that's how sucky WrestleMania is gonna be. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so hold on. How much time do we have? Three months? Uh like yeah, ish, like four months because it's early April, April third. Three months and we have nothing that we know we're directly running into. Uh, we have a lot of people. we have a lot of people that healthy but not active right now. Um, there's going to be so, so many rush storylines and little plots. Um, they're pretty much going to just shove WrestleMania down our throat and say, "Here, here, you guys go. Good luck. Enjoy." It's so egotistical because it's in such a big building. Like you should have like your Hogan Andre thing just built up by now, and it's just not and. Um, Silly Celis just joined the conversation. Hi, Celis. What's going on, family? How are you guys doing? We're complaining about WrestleMania. How are you? I'm good right now, but I'm about to be in a bad mood if we're complaining. We're going to die. <laughs> we just, uh, we already completed the preview of NXT, and it's all kind of chalk in our opinion. Like, it's all kind of going to go paint by numbers, and you, everyone we expect gotcha. to win is going to win. Um, Dr. M thinks that we might see Austin Aries debut, which would be kind of awesome. That's not really based on anything. Dr. M's just, no, he's the doctor for a reason, you know? I don't right. know. That's true. <laughs> so. Um, that is only, that is, that, that is probably the only excitement that we can actually see. Yeah. Coming forward. Hey, I like a Samoa Joe Austin Aries feud. Well, and that's the thing is Dr. M had to fabricate something to get us excited about the show. Well, can I give you something I'm excited about? Go for it. But D- but Dwayne may not like it. <laughs> Unless you're talking about Sasha Banks winning the title, Dwayne's just going to get pessimistic. So go ahead. I'm excited about Sheamus. <laughs> <laughs> this was a. Uh, I'm sorry, fans. This was uh, you weren't privy to the text message chain from last night. But why don't you give some background? I love that the fact that it was released last night, the beautiful trailer of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, which I saw about 10 times already today. And yours truly, your WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Sheamus, is rock steady. And my, did he look good as steady rock steady. They didn't let him talk in the trailer. No, I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if he didn't talk a a, a lot either. uh, Yeah, it might be because by him being... uh, 
you know, a WWE champion might be more of a physical, brutal type and let him do more CGI and let Bebop do the mouthpiece, uh, unlike the old cartoon where I guess Rocksteady was the old mouthpiece. Um, but it just still looked good. It, even though it's a lot of CGI in the trailer, I will say it's better than Batman versus Superman and Civil War. Oh, God. You better, hey. you better bite your hey, tongue. Hey, cut this hey, off. Hey. Hey, 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 I'm a big Ninja Turtles fan, but that Civil War joint. <laughs> <laughs> that, tell him, tell him, sir. <laughs> okay, okay, just because we got like a 201 combat where Iron Man's getting his butt kicked, that still doesn't, you know. I mean, we got the arrow as Casey Jones, and what did we all say? Well, I said it. I think he will be a better Casey Jones than he will be an arrow, and that might come to an issue. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so we have two WWE people representing in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 in Stephen Amell and Sheamus. And once again, why is Sheamus champion? So we can bring out this trailer at the same time. I think it's not a coincidence that we're going to try to push Sheamus to be a little bit longer champion than we all expected. No. <laughs> question. Question. We're going to tie it back to wrestling. I hear, you know, some people speculate that they might introduce Krang as the next villain for the third Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. Which wrestler would you like to play Krang if you could be in charge of casting? Braun Strowman. (laughs) He would be the body. He would be the body. Yeah, but I want to know who plays Krang. Yeah, who plays the body and who plays Krang? Well, if he plays the body, then you got to put Bray Wyatt as Krang. <laughs> I think that would work perfectly. Uh, can I Crazy tell you? Krang. I want. Can I, just t- I want Dana Brooke to just- play Krang. <laughs> can I just tell y'all how much of that trailer that at moments of just blinking, I was just like, "Is this a new Transformers movie?" Oh, and they say that about the first one. You saw Michael Bay has to blow everything up. Yeah, he shoots the same shots every time. Like he really this- does. It's this, it's this one glare. I don't know. I'm surprised the military wasn't in it because he, he always has this one shot of the American flag and the military walking by. Yeah. Well, with those robots coming out the sky, those machines or whatever it was, it looked like it was a transforming movie like with military you know, intelligence or something. But still, you know, that might be a prequel to Crane. But, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe so. That's a good thing. You guys ever but, see Team America? Absolutely love it. There's a sequel. I've not seen that. No, I I don't know about that. I I know that uh, there's a song about Michael Bay in that movie that's tremendous. I can't remember. Go go when you we're done recording. Go on YouTube and look up Team America Michael Bay, and then uh, we'll talk tomorrow. It's tremendous. Yeah, that, it's pretty much says exactly what you just got done saying about Michael Bay. Okay. You'll like it. I promise. And it's about specifically yeah. about how the movie Pearl Harbor sucks. <laughs> yeah, this is the number two. I just haven't, haven't had a chance to watch that. But I love Team America. It's one of my favorites. Speaking of sucks, WWE, um, we, we're going to be doing a year-end awards here soon. Maybe to kind of wrap up the episode, um, I want to hear from you guys. What's one category you want to have included that is not obvious on our year-end awards. Like, obviously, we're going to do match of the year and feud of the year and superstar of the year. Like, what's a category you want on the list that's, like, really off the beaten path? I got a good one. Okay. Best box of the year. You're going to need to explain. The best box that 
Somebody did. Oh, yeah. One that was just so bad. You just had to shake your head like, can't even believe that. Oh, that'll be fun. Best box. Oh, I thought you said best box with an X. I was like, what do you mean best box? Oh, nah. (laughs) Nah. I was like, that's really weird. Okay, best botch. Oh, that's good. I like that. I'll have to go back and watch some footage. Or just go on Botchamania and see what I like the best. Yeah, just go there. <laughs> I love Botchamania. It's so good. What about, what about promo of the year? We could do that. It's going to be a good one. You know who's uh, not going to win promo of the year? Roman Reigns. Absolutely not. <laughs> but but he might be a, a contentable best botch of the year. Well, clearly. Could be. Yeah. What about you, Doctor M? Give us an award category we can put on the on the list. I think we should do um, most surprising superstar of the year, and we can define surprising however we want. Okay, I can get down with that. What about you, Salas? I would say most underachieving, just to go in a different perspective. Um, oh yeah, you got so many wrestlers up there that had potential and maybe had a chance to reach the brass ring, but just didn't reach it. So I would say most underachieving. And that's definitely emphasized that that is not because they're all doing. Right? No, no, no. Exactly. So, okay. in other words, most misused wrestler of the year. There you go. All right, and I'll give because of their own doing or not because of their own doing. You can go both ways. Yeah, you can but go whatever you want. The best awards are the ones that are open to like the, the loosest interpretation, so we can argue about them. Yep. I have I have Good one point. I have one, and I'm gonna I'm gonna name it after um in in, in spirit of D Wayne. Are you ready for this, D Wayne? Yes. All right, we're gonna do Catfish of the Year. <laughs> and the cat the Catfish of the Year is um a, a talent that we were excited about and we we thought was going to go on to great things and they let us down or they weren't who they thought they you know they weren't who we thought they were um so so cats that or you know like you know someone on this podcast who claims that he's dating someone that we don't have any evidence of um maybe something like that too <laughs> I have one. I have another one. <laughs> okay. My other one is we can do the John Cena victim of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if that was going to come from you. <laughs> hey, that, that might be the whole WWE main roster. Period. <laughs> oh, man. They, uh, he was on the Tonight Show the other night. He was very entertaining. Then, of course, we could do all the regular traditional stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, Pipe bomb of the year. Um, we can do uh, most uh, most improved. And then, like, super MVP and... How about most missed of the year? Somebody that was on the roster last year that isn't this year. Ooh. Due to, oh, that's a good one. Do firing the injuries? Injuries or, yeah, firing, you know, anything. We should do, like, the go-away award of the year for, like, who we want to just not be on our TV Please. anymore. Oh, yes. Man. <laughs> I like that. We could call Can that we the You're Fired, fired Award. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to do paper, pay-per-view of the year. Oh, yeah. No. That should be interesting. Because it's no good pay-per-view of the year. <laughs> You enjoyed oh, WrestleMania. Stop it. 
NXT Brooklyn was great. NXT Brooklyn was good. SummerSlam was good for what it was. I enjoyed SummerSlam. It was kind of long, but... Um, so, D, you, you didn't love Survivor Series, D-Wayne? Is that what you're saying? No. Oh, okay. No. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 is the Survivor Series champion. No. <laughs> I'm going to plug that thing for the next six months. Get it ready. <laughs> Why do you need to make Michael Bay more money than he already has? You're just encouraging him to blow more things up. Unnecessarily, too. Uh, yeah, but at least he's bringing back my childhood. <laughs> that's what I we should. That's... More, I have one more idea, guys. Okay. Um, and maybe this is where we can get some fan interaction here. Maybe we should all try to come up with the best way to fix Raw and then maybe put that question to our fans as to which one of our plans is the best way to fix Raw. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Tweet them out. Like a favorite. I like that. Hmm. That's tough. Yeah, I gotta, that should be fun. Can't wait. I got to sit down and think about that. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Well, um, what we were talking about, and I, we didn't run this by you yet, Silas, but we'll just put it on the air because why not? Because um, wrestling sucks. We don't have a lot to talk about right now. Mine's a mo- Everybody knows that my plan will win. You want to know why? Well, I'm assuming it's Book John Cena as the strongest champion of all time. That's your plan, right? No, it's it's Book it's Book that Cena being the strongest heel of all time. Yes. Yeah, but as soon as you do that, he's the biggest baby face. Yep. It's why John Cena is so irritating. <laughs> Bigger baby face in the R years. We Don't were, like it. We were talking, Celis, about doing this awards during, um, we could record it and put it out the week of the holidays because we'll have something for people to listen to when we're not able to all get together and stuff. Would that be episode 50, too? Well, I think episode 50 is going to be next week, actually, because this is 49, and um, we'll we'll review the pay-per-views and talk about, I don't know, two James, why don't you kind of break down what you had said, what we're thinking about for episode 50? Yep, so um, 50, the 50th episode should kind of like um, note some milestones, um, probably some memorable moments of episodes that we had thus far. A picture of um, D-Wayne's girlfriend? Huh. <laughs> N-A. Um, <laughs> um, definitely want to give shout-outs to uh, all the encouragement and um most active uh fans and followers stuff like oh, that sure. we sure. just had the miz uh, and nia Jax tweet at us in the past week yeah yeah definitely want to definitely want to uh go back to some of our most memorable tweets or interactions with people as well too um but yeah just you know like i said a lot of plug-in and um just you know if anybody was just to ever hear us for the first time um i fit the episode just to Fast forward to what we've, what we've done over the last couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. I would really, I think I might try and sit down over the holidays when I have a second and um, maybe put together kind of a greatest hits clip show of the year, some of our funnier moments. Um, oh, nice. A lot of them have to do with you, D Wayne. I don't know what it is about you. Those Yeah, you got a lot of funny moments on the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> He just like acts irritated that I'm talking about it. As long as we keep it real random and fun, it should be a great episode for sure. Let's just do a clip show of D Wayne exhaling. 
Yeah. <laughs> and usually it's about WWE creative or Roman Reigns. He's like, I hate it. Or Seamus. Nah, creative suck. <laughs> oh, man. I'm so disappointed. Dwayne Seamus? In both. Let's let's end it with let's end it on a positive note because we've got really really complaining here. D Wayne, the last thing we want to hear on the episode is why are you going to tune in to the pay per view on Sunday? What are you? What is motivating you to do so when the greatest football team on the planet is also playing at the same time? Who's the greatest football team on the planet? Not, I don't know, but we play at once. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, I was looking at the quarterback that has almost a fistful of rings. Um, but uh, anyway. He's like 30, 38 years old. <laughs> That's right. And he's going to play for 10 more years because he's a robot. He's a cyborg. I don't know. Some, some how, how many, how many uh, of those rings did he get legitimately? That's how it seems. I can count. <laughs> One, two, three, four. I've got banners in our stadium to prove it and rings on his fingers, man. Hey, if he wins this year, you know what you should say? I plead the fifth. Yeah. There you go. Oh, man. E- ESPN reports are temporary. Diamonds are forever. We all know this. And so are the horsemen. Blaine Gabbard is going to be your future quarterback. Hey. Yeah, that's, that's rough, man. We're not talking about the Niners. We're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and don't change the subject, D-Wayne. I want to hear something positive. Why are you going to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday? I'm going to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday because I'm going to be excited that my Cowboys are going to beat the Green Bay Packers. And I was like, you know what? Why not watch this pay-per-view? Okay. That makes that's no sense. There's no re- that's not a reason. And then he woke up. I'm going to watch this pay-per-view because I'm going to pretend my team won four hours before the pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. You're going to play in Green Bay with no Romo. There's no chance. There is all this always no a chance. Ask Des Bryant. That was a catch. <laughs> <laughs> Move to the next person, A-Ron, because you're not going to get a good answer. I'm not. Uh, Ms. Dr. M, why are you going to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday? Uh, I'm going to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday because I know it will be the last speed bump before we can get into the fun WrestleMania season. Okay. Uh, Mr. Two James, why are you going to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday? Yeah, that's a good point by the doctor, but um, I, I'm going to watch it because I haven't been really upset with any NXT uh, pay-per-views thus far this year. So. so you're more looking forward to NXT than the TLC? Oh, that is this week. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I, the TLC, I don't know. <laughs> you can see somebody on a ladder at some point, maybe, you know, whatever. I, I, I'm not really interested in it, for real, to be honest. If I mysteriously just have something else to do, I probably won't catch it. But uh, for the sake of me being bored, looking at the wall, then sure, maybe not. We'll, we'll be 13 and 0. If anybody uh, really cares about something great, history you know, making. Okay. You know, you, got, you, want, you want something really good to talk about there. Hey, I still won't win the Super Bowl. Uh, Crazy. I know, Crazy. right? We just doormat. Hey, we just made the NFC East. We just made them our doormats. All of them. And hey, look, the NFC East is the worst division in football. Says nobody ever. Every other every other week, y'all like, that's the best division. 
Who said that? <laughs> I never say that. Delusional, <laughs> delusional Cowboys and Redskins fans, as we know it, y'all. I never, I never said the NFC East was the best division of football. Man. Uh, Mr. Sellis, why are you going to watch the pay-per-view on Sunday? I'm actually looking forward to the tag match, hoping that will come to fruition and not be a classic like it was at WrestleMania 17 with the Hardys and, and everybody, but ho- hopefully, you know, just bring back some type of hardcore action and, and with anything with the New Day involved, I'm going to be semi-entertained at least, even though how bad WWE is, so I'm looking forward to that, actually. And I will watch the pay-per-view to watch Sheamus retain his WWE World Heavyweight no. Championship. And then I'm going to call D-Wayne and I'm going to say, Poor Ta Bella! <laughs> and then I'm going to hang up. And it's going to be glorious. Okay. All right. Sheamus, you're going to win. I'm going to hate you even more for it. <laughs> I, I have forgot. I have to also have to give some props to my man Jack Swagger. I will be turning it for him. I've I've been saying I've been wanting to see him wrestle for a while, so good to see him back on the pay per view card. Good to see him lose again too. And good to see him with that Donald Trump looking haircut too. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be huge. Okay. I think we're done, guys. This has gone off the rails. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, clearly, we've gotten the fans excited about the pay-per-views this upcoming week, so um, we'll probably get back with you guys af- after either TLC or after NXT. just kind of depends on the week next week, but we will get back with you sooner than later for our big triumphant episode 50. For the crew, this is Aaron. We'll catch you guys on episode 5-0. Have a good week and a good TLC weekend.